Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's gonna throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They Rubbish. His buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20 down. Five touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy December to you. It is December 1st, 2023. The last month oh. of the year has arrived. It is Kentucky Roll Call, Roush. You're right. Go on and give roll, us a roll, roll call. Roll call. Get your, get your roll on. Everybody get your butter biscuit roll on. Welcome in. Friday edition of the show. I am feeling much better and Ooh. excited doing radio and thought that you all did a great job without me yesterday and happy to be back. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on a Friday edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Justin, how's your New Year's resolution holding up? Uh, It hasn't started yet because we're not in the new year yet. So I've still got one month of being undisciplined uh, and then I'll get into my New Year's resolution. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. That's good. Did I say I was going to start early? I'm not starting early. No, no, I, I just was wondering how, how you're holding up from 2023. Yeah. Um, you know, my, my New Year's resolution this year was to spend more time with friends and family, which I feel like I did a bomb ass job at for the first oh, six months lang- of the year. Lang- um, I I just felt like I did so good with that. I was I was going out of my way, spending time with friends and family, and then I don't know. I guess August kind of hit, and I just I started trailing off. So. The last four months of the year have not been great, but... Yeah, like when you said no to going to a certain restaurant with me. That's true. Well, then you went the next day, and it was horrible, so that's why I didn't uh, go. First off, it was fine. The service was horrible. <laughs> the kitchen was horrible. You didn't eat food. Every, uh, yeah, well, I got it to go, and it was free, so uh, I wasn't in a rush. It was fine. It all worked out well. <laughs> well, that's good, though. I, I feel like just the stories you've told, you've had more family and friend time than maybe yeah. years past. So oh, that, for sure. A thousand percent, way more friends and family time this year. And I'd like to be have that be a thing moving forward. I'm just, I don't know. With my New Year's resolution next year being take more time for me, I just don't know if that's going to be possible. You can do it. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll squeeze them both. You. you know what I Let's... couldn't do yesterday? Trivia. And I and TJ, man, you can never miss thir- Trivia Thursday ever again because that was just an embarrassing performance. The, the quote, some of the other ones were hard. I mean, it's it's hilarious that somehow you pulled where Ernest saves Christmas out of your hiney. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. of, of all the ones that you got right, that was the one that you got right. 
But the quote one was painful. There's just no other way around it. Like, it was hard to listen to. I was in the car <laughs> with my daughter, and she started crying. Uh, it was a huge scene, and then she pooped her pants. So I uh, hope you're happy about that. And, uh, yeah, I, I would have gotten – definitely would have gotten the Polar Express one because that whole one is, like, seeing isn't believing or hears a bell and stuff like that. But uh, – and then, Roush, you did really well with, like, the actors and stuff like that. I would yeah. not have done well on those. So uh, movie yeah. quotes I would have nailed – locations i would have done okay on except i would not have gotten the earnest one um the cedar falls i, I would have gotten that or whatever that was it right um something like that the the yeah maybe i maybe wouldn't have gotten 100 percent right but i think Bedford i would have falls was Bedford, the, yeah, yeah cedar falls so yeah. see i probably wouldn't have gotten it right so there you have it but Corey did a great job with that i was i was slightly bummed the day i was out that he was going to do christmas trivia but we got we got Trivia Thursday every Thursday. He'll have another fun baggie of goods for us next Corey, week. Corey so. told me off air he's going to make sure next week's it's all 1940 Kentucky quarterbacks just for you. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> I've really been studying up on that. So joke's going to be on him when I just nail every single one of them. But did, did you all I, – I I was hoping on air you did this, and I didn't hear it, but I, I did have the daughter in the car, and she actually was getting worked up over Scoot's terrible answers. But <laughs> did you ask him at all about just his experience Saturday in the press box at UL? Yeah. That was the okay. that was previous. That was um we kind of spent the end of hour one discussing that. Beginning of hour two is mostly right. just questions. I'll go back and listen to it. Uh, I'll have to check it out. But that that those videos were so awesome. And just seeing Corey get so excited during, I was like, ah, go Corey. You deserve well, to have some fun up there. Especially because Corey is a very dry, uh, sometimes stoic uh, guy. So to like see that emotion pulled out of him, it's 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 fun. It's fun. I enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, glad to have him a part of Trivia Thursday. Um, his his male Bulldogs, though, not not playing in the state championships this weekend. No, Neither. they upset by Frederick Douglass. St. Ives got smashed by Trinity. Uh, mm-hmm. I hate that Trinity is just going to win state on a year that they look not good and then had a freshman quarterback, and then they, they're just going to win state. So, uh, But I, 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 I like the state of 6A football a lot better than it was 10 years ago or 15 years ago. Yeah, like yeah. It does seem like any given year it could be St. X, it could be Mayo. Manuel's really sniffed around lately. Obviously, you get some teams in Lexington and other parts of the state that are legitimate contenders. Last year, you had Bullet East out of nowhere win it, right, which was just it, a shocker. Yeah. So, Trinity's going to win this year. They're going to absolutely dominate Bryan well, Station. But, but like uh, the fact that Bryan Station's there, yeah. that's really cool. That's cool for those kids. Um, that's a school and a program that it's it's almost like a roller coaster ride. And I'm not trying to to demean this anyway, but like. I, I do think that Douglas kind of forced some other schools to kind of step up, right? Like I, I, I think uh, competition makes the other ones, you know, it's it's like the not the dog chasing its tail, but I certainly think that that their emergence helped Brian Station step their game up. And it is, if you had to tell me at the beginning of the year which Lexington school is going to be in the six A state championship game, no, I don't think anybody's picking Brian Station. So very cool. Um, got six games this weekend. Starting today at noon with Raceland versus Pikeville, which I believe is a rematch of last year's state title game. Mayfield, Owensboro Catholic, the Cardinals, they'll probably get that done uh, from Western Kentucky. And then uh, Willie Rodriguez and Cubcath are the nightcap trying to take down Boyle County, who's one of the maybe the best team in the state, regardless of class. Um, so that that should be fun. Cal going to try to – I think they're going looking for back-to-back with the Cole Hodges, who's um, go, the quarterback going to 
East Carolina. They play Bell County tomorrow. Then Cooper versus Bowling Green, the Purples, and like we said, uh, Trinity versus Bryan Station. And that that 5A game, Cooper, Bowling Green, uh, Sean Alexander's kid, or nephew, I believe, uh, Austin Alexander, four-star target. He had, TJ, the stats he had in one of the playoff games, he had something like 250 yards receiving three touchdowns, and he's going to play edge in college. Like, yeah, like that's like a – Oh, okay. Um, so uh, right now, I don't. What it is about Northern Kentucky and just badass, big tight end athletes? Again, Michael Mayer, Willie Rodriguez is doing it, and then Austin Alexander. He's built from the same mold, right? He's going to play the other side of the line of scrimmage, but he's doing the same stuff. Something is in the water in Northern Kentucky, and we need to get it into the water in the city of Louisville. Yeah, it is pretty wild when you put it that way. I wonder. Just luck, I guess. Just it happening that way. Yeah, makes you makes you think. Does that start today or tomorrow? Today at noon. Okay, um, and then it goes through tomorrow. Correct. So three games a day. Uh, I believe the rain. Like it, it might hang around for a little bit of the early part of the day, but I think it's going to clear up. So if you're making your way to Kroger Field for those games, um, prepare prepare accordingly for the weather. Always a little bit windier around that that Kroger Field, but uh, it's an exciting day. Uh, to be able to play in those games. So best of luck to all the kids who who get this. Um, for some, it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. For Boyle County, it's an annual experience. So but best of luck to, to all those kids going out there and competing. You put in a lot of work, and it all culminates on all the right. first Friday in December. We're going to – we're not going to – we're not trying to offend anybody here. It's just hypothetical Friday. Would you rather win the 2A state championship – or lose in the second round of the Sweet 16, KSS Double oh, That's a great question, um, and especially if you ask me back in 2009, we had only been to one state title in football and lost, and we had been to only one Sweet 16. Let me juice it up for you a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. I, in, it, in football, you're a starter. You're good basketball you're the best player yeah it's basketball and i i I think i think it's basketball too and like even winning uh like there would have been a lot to win the first one but i mean they they got a couple they ran out a couple off they'll get back they'll win more some about playing in rupp arena i mean that just and you know in football there's six champions basketball there's just the one uh scoots i'll ask you this one 6a you win the state championship you're the best player or KHS double A, you win the state championship, you're the eighth man. Sweet 16. Rupert Sweet 16. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, I mean, to me, it doesn't really matter. I'm getting a championship in either scenario. I don't really care about my performance. I just want that fat ring on my finger. Yeah, I guess maybe don't ask the Hoosier about like <laughs> Yeah. What it's like to re- win a real state championship in basketball. They've I mean, got twelve state champions in basketball. They get like fifteen in football. I mean, both would be great. You, you can't deny that both would okay. be a lot of fun. Scoots. All right. I, would, I mean, this is radio. I, I, yeah, I just yeah, I hate that I even threw it to you. Disgusting. <laughs> Son of a all right, get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. No grab-and-go textures to start this morning up to this point. So uh, we have plenty of podcast textures from yesterday. We'll get to those as the show goes on. We're in, we're in, we're, it is December. We're excited about it. End of the year is coming up. A lot of people don't have to work in a few weeks, and that's always really exciting. It's not the most exciting time in, like, the sports world. This is not 
it's somewhat equivalent to summer radio when you only have one basketball game a week. And that's what it is pretty much uh, for the remainder of this year with, I think, one exception, that Louisville game coming in the middle of the week or whenever that game is. Thir- is that a Thursday, the 21st or whatever it is? Yes, that's a Thursday. Uh, yes, but besides that, it's mostly Thursday just Saturday, 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 Saturday. Uh, so it doesn't give us, like, you know, come next Tuesday or next Wednesday, we may be we, – we could potentially be hurting oh, for content. Of course, we say that, and then, you know, Something's Ralph will happen. be, like, the most newsworthy day of all time. <laughs> Luckily, the transfer portal is going to help us out a little bit, Roush. That's going to give us a ton of content yeah. over the next few days. And even though – the real transfer portal is not open. I think the grad transfer portal is open. Correct. It, it, it is. People uh, are still just like surprised by how many names get in there. And I, I don't understand why, like people are going to leave for better situations as they see fit. And it's only going to continue unless they put an end to the leak. And I don't think they're going to do that. I don't even know if I want them to do that, but people are always surprised by it. Don't be surprised by it. A ton the, of people are going to transfer each and every year. And I think some of it is more of a, um, they can do that sort of question where like DJU, for example, I mean, he was the biggest transfer a year ago um, or not the biggest transfer, but you know, he was one of the bigger names on it because we spent all year talking about why he wasn't performing well at Clemson. So the, he, that was a big story. And now you're like, wait, he can do that again. What What's going on here? But then that's where you get in with the grad transfers because you get the free, you get the freebie, but also if you graduate, they can't really put restrictions on you. And that's the case for uh, one kid where we, we we have our first known Kentucky football target, uh, Jamori Macklin. He has played at Kroger Field um, as a true freshman with Missouri, a wide receiver from Southern Illinois. He is the cousin of Jeremy Macklin, who was an absolute stud for the Tigers back in 07-08. Um, after two years in Mizzou, things weren't going well. Transfers to North Texas this year – he had the third most uh, catches of 30-plus yards, I think, in all of Division One football. He had 11 of them. 1,000 receiving yards. Uh, big play threat at five foot eleven, And Kentucky was one of a dozen schools to uh, give him an offer yesterday as a grand transfer with two years of eligibility remaining. Texas A&M, LSU, Penn State. A lot, lot, lot of teams in the mix there. Um, so, you know – I think where's, top, where's he from? Where's he from? It, it was it was from like Southern Illinois originally. Okay, uh, I didn't. It so, worried me a little bit about Texas. Just you know, he transfers to what Northern Texas, I think you said, yeah, and may just feel obligated to stay in the state. But if he doesn't have any ties there, then maybe more likely to go on and get. You think the Cats have a serious chance here? Yeah, I think so. Um, but so the I th- the process in my brain, uh, you know, it, it the portal happens in the blink of an eye it's like so much so fast that some of it kind of just gets flushed out it's like when you cram for a test and you you know everything because you for the last 24 hours then you take the test and you just flush it right out the door um the i i believe the process it probably won't be next week when they start hosting portal guys but essentially they'll get their offers out in this first week and then try to narrow it down, become finals, and then get on the visits within two weeks. So for this kid, we'll know by the end of next week if Kentucky is still on the hunt. Um, and some of that will probably have to do with Kentucky telling them, giving them an idea of who they might have at quarterback. Um, I know they've extended some of those. Well, 
I don't know if there's been reported offers for quarterbacks, but um, they've, they've certainly kicked the tires on at least a couple of them so far. Uh, so th- that a lot of that's going to be dependent, uh, you know, which which quarterback they get. But they're certainly going to be in the mix there. Cohen, the his name and his brand is is going to make sure that Kentucky gets is in the mix for some talented quarterbacks and receivers, no matter what. A lot of quarterback names. I was wondering if we're going to have another few weeks debating DJU, you versus me. We did it last year. I thought we were done with it. We may do it again. I I still think ultimately I'd be out on it, but maybe not as much out on it as the year before. Um, I don't know, though. It's going to be really fascinating to see who UK kind of circles in on and who they they go get. There's so many options. What I found to be very interesting, TJ, is that a lot of these guys, Michigan State – and I, I think it's because Jonathan Smith is the big pop hire um, they got out of there. Uh, but like Dante Moore from UCLA, five-star quarterback that didn't really work out for Chip Kelly. Uh, both him and DJU are rumored to be teaming up with Jonathan Smith, the former, former Oregon State coach. So um, the, there's a lot of just – which, you know what? If there's one byproduct of the portal that I do think is cool and I really appreciate, it's that – Players can like coaches jump around all the time. Now, players, if they want to play for that coach, they can just follow them. I mean, look what Chris Lewis is doing it with John, John Summerall this year, right? Like, that's like, I, that that's that's something that should be the case in this sport. If you're recru- recruited to play for a sp- certain coach, you should be able to play with that certain coach, which is why KJ Jefferson is being connected to South Carolina because uh, Dow Loggins used to be the tight ends coach at Arkansas. Um, so I guess they didn't work directly together. I'm sure Logan spent some time in the film room with KJ Jefferson, but that's why if Jefferson does hit the portal, he'll probably most likely end up with Logan's at South Carolina. Uh, we have Tyler on the text line or on, on the tweet line, I suppose. He says, Roush, any early thoughts on the new wide receiver coach? I don't have so there's a couple guys out there that, you know, we do our internet sleuthing that are it's probably safe to say that they're they're candidate. One of them is the Houston coach who is very young. I want to say he's like 27. He hasn't been in the game very long. And his resume is basically Tank Dell is awesome. Look how good Tank Dell is. Here's who I coach. The one I really like a lot that would be a great get but might be difficult is I believe his name is I don't think it's Kevin Galloway, but it's something Galloway. It's the Arizona wide receivers coach. Kevin Galloway was a basketball player for Billy G, right? Yeah. He uh, was. He, he, he was. But it, I want to say Galloway is his last name, though. And he's at Arizona right now. And uh, their receivers are productive as hell. Like, year in, year out, um, it's, it's, it's impressive um, just what they've been able to do with a bunch of different guys through like his three or four years there. Um, and that's, I mean, that's at Arizona, right? He was doing that with guys that weren't bona fide badasses, great talents. The only, and he, he's been a good recruiter, but he's recruiting California to Arizona, right? So you kind of, like, does he, that, that might be a tough ass to ask a West Coast guy to abandon the West Coast where he's, that's his kind True. of comfort zone recruiting. Are you thinking of Kevin Cummings? Kevin Cummings, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, U of L had a little success with the Adidas pipeline getting some out west guys coming to Kentucky. And with the Pac 12 dying, 
what a lifeline from somebody from LA to be like, Hey, you want to come play SEC football? Yeah. It's far from home. You may, you get a free transfer if you don't like it. Come but on SEC, in. Yeah. It is SEC. It's not an it's opportunity. You're going to 12, you know, you can play big 12 home. out yeah. there. Yeah. And they may be more likely to do that. And maybe that was smart by the big 10 to, to expand out into those parts, but uh, we'll see. All right. So there's a, there's at least a name for you there, Tyler from our buddy Roush. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now the morning text line are just pouring in. Yeah, and uh, what what kid has uh, he had like four or five names uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. Carousel Plus, if you want some, if you want some more of those. Texter says, "Proud Brian Station alum here. You line it up and you play the game. We knocked out Trinity last year. We knocked them out in '99, and we're going to do it again tomorrow. Go defenders, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep those Defender. dirty rocks. Woo-hoo. Michael, I hope it happens for you. I just, I, I'm not." overly optimistic that it will trinity's that, been really really good lately how crazy would it be though if he had bullet east and brian station winning back-to-back 6a titles which that would be very wild which also would get me to just like they haven't really brought it up a lot recently but it used to make me so mad when the public schools would whine and be like oh we need to have our own state the private school they, they need their own state title it's like there's 10 there's a dozen private schools that are like actually competitive in out there like you're really just making this rule for saint x and trinity quit whining quit crying you recruit yeah. better yeah <laughs> you have free education that's a pretty good recruiter <laughs> <laughs> texter or another one here on the morning grab and go thornton's text line we love thornton's you do as well nothing better to get your weekend started off on the right foot john here good great friday morning my friends i have two questions on my mind one, if Bradshaw plays Saturday, how many minutes will he play? I believe at least five. Also, after the basketball cats beat the Seahawks by 20 plus, where will they be ranked? Well, have a great weekend. Got to go cat you later. And then we had one of our other uh textures that that he texted that we'll get to this on the podcast or later in the show, I'd imagine, but I'm just gonna jump ahead. He said, got a surprise $27 added to my cell bill and spent a half hour on the phone with support for international text into the show. Roll call. So <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Overseas, listening to the show, texting in, being a part of it. We're really appreciative of that. And he he or she later goes on to, to text in and says, I need a prediction on if Bradshaw plays and what minute does he check in? So I'm lumping that in with John's. We'll, okay. we'll tackle the Bradshaw question here, and then maybe we'll head to our first break and then come back and get more grab-and-go textures. Predictions on Aaron Bradshaw. Uh, Jack Pilgrim reports he will be playing on Saturday. Calipari said as much, unless there was a setback or something along those lines. So all the anticipation is that you're going to see him out on the floor. Mm-hmm. I know Ben Roberts thinks he's going to play as well. So what, it seems like the all the stickerless floor. It will it be stickerless. Sticker free, baby. We're getting the blue stickers off. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I shouldn't be more excited up? about the stickers being off than the seven foot two guy that's coming into play, but look at us, you know. It just I, I am more excited for the seven foot two guy, but I am excited to see the new floor. It'd be really wouldn't it be a talking point if UK got upset on it? People would be like, bring back <laughs> the big damn blue box immediately, Mitch. Costing uh, us games here. I think you will see him play. I'll be surprised if you don't. For the love of God, Cal, please, please, please don't tweet out like an hour before the game. Bradshaw stubbed his toe. We're going to sit him out today. It's nothing serious, and he hopefully will be back next week. He's got shin splints. He's cramping. You know, one of those, like, just very – there's bad hangnail, you know. Uh, uh, please don't do that. My, my dad do used it. to do get me on that, too. He would say, like, um, you know, it was before a big NCAA tournament game and Louisville was playing. He'd be like, yeah, I heard um, – 
Francisco Garcia is not playing today. I'm like, what? He's not playing? Yeah, he's got a really bad hangnail. And it's just going to be uh, really tough for him. Which, to say it out loud, sounds ridiculous, but you also, you missed tight, tight gate yesterday, that's, TJ. That's what I was going to ask. What's the reaction if Aaron Bradshaw doesn't have the right tights? Can't play much. <laughs> Oh, I, I, you know, I was sick yesterday, but it didn't stop me from listening to a lot of local radio. If I heard that tight quote one more time, that's good <laughs> these days. Oh my gosh, I could, I could repeat it verbatim. I mean, like we never player. play audio, and we even play the audio because I, I would like flip to different stations, and it'd just be that, and I'd flip to another one, and be like a different part of that quote. Like, I mean, that during was during like, COVID when Andy Bashir was on every channel. <laughs> every my tights take, I, I don't think like. If Kenny Payne has been really good, nobody cares about him talking about a player's tights. Uh, it's just the fact that it's like another like, whoa, I wasn't expecting to hear that sort of deal. Uh, but in all seriousness, that was my, my my first instinct was like sympathetic of Kenny Payne. Like, yeah, coaches like 18 and 19 year olds can be tough to deal with. And especially with like a losing program with players that aren't all checked in. But yeah, did he have to go that like he could have said. There was an equipment issue. We were a little surprised by it. He needed some equipment that we didn't think that we had, but we got it all figured out in the second. I don't know. I didn't, he, he maybe went out a little too far, but I did think everybody pointing the finger at pain. I was like, well, you know, he wasn't the one that refused to go play basketball. You know, like yeah. he's just, he's being honest. Sometimes maybe a little bit too honest is, is his issue. I to think you, we see to your point real quick before we get to Bradshaw uh, about people caring about certain things and not caring when they win. The Cal tweet yesterday wishing Ellen a happy birthday and like joking about breakfast in bed is when you're winning, it's like the cutest little thing. And then when you're losing, it's like, Cal, we don't care about your your wife. Stop tweeting about her. You know, like there's there's very much a like just winning heals all. So thank God they won. Um, I think for Kenny Payne's sake. That, that could have been. Oh, gosh. Point. If they lost and he had that quote. Well, if he lost, I really do think he probably would have been canned. Um, I still don't think he'll be the coach for the UK game. But uh, it's it's rapidly approaching. They, they mm. are above 500, I suppose. But goodness gracious, they don't look mm. good by any means. I think we see Bradshaw come in around like the under fifth. Now, I don't think it'll be at the under 16 timeout, I think, but I think it'll be before the under 12 timeout. So in between that under 16, under 12 timeout, I think you. you'll see him come in. And if he plays more than 10 minutes, I'll be in the game. I'll be surprised. So I think Let's you'll go. just get like him to get out there, run up and down the floor. I think his conditioning actually is going to be probably a little bit of an issue. Are you So you're setting the line at 10 and you're taking the under? I'm taking the under at 10 minutes played. I'm, I'm taking the over. Um, I looked it up. Jared Vanderbilt played 14 minutes in his debut, and he was a damn wrecking ball. Uh, yeah, but if you remember, Kentucky Carolina. lost that game and like needed like needed him. They probably could have used a little bit more Jared Vanderbilt in that one. That is the uh, a good point, Mister Sports Talker. That, that probably um, like they probably he, was, he was like watching that game against South Carolina. It was like he may be one of Kentucky's better players. He just get a rebound and then like chuck it the length of the floor. Sometimes it'd go into the ninth row. Sometimes it'd be an outlet pass. You never yeah. really know with old Jared Vandy. Six points, five rebounds, three assists, and a block. Uh, Do you have any turnovers? Two. It of was because that like first two possessions, he was just like rebound, turnover, re steal. You know, like it was just there was so much happening. It was fun. He's a, electric. He's a player that I enjoyed really watching in high school. That I was ashamed that the injury stuff. We didn't get the full experience at Kentucky. And the rush, I don't know if people care about this or not, but I, I do think you're also going to see Uganda before 2024. I think I'd always said, like, probably not till January. And it's not that I'm going to be terribly far off from that. But I wouldn't be shocked if, like, this time next week we're talking about him 
potentially getting a few minutes. And if it ain't next week, then the week after that, I would imagine. Is that the UNC week after that? Correct. Yeah. It's uh, Wilmington, Penn, uh, and Philly, UNC, and then Louisville. That UNC game, UK may have available all of its bigs. What Cal does with them or how how polished they are. Do they still have rust? Where they're conditioning at? Right. Uh, who's, how, who's how, say, what does Vonimir eat that's got him on the toilet all day? You know, like, <laughs> that poor guy. I mean, yeah, doesn't he? feel like like the kid that just like has like the like the puffs kid with the little red nose or something's always wrong with him that's how i feel about big z like there's just there's just something something always wrong with that guy we get a cow tweet it's like big z where he's from had never had eggnog before but his body's reaction to such a gross christmas drink has him out for another three days unfortunately <laughs> he, he liked it so much he drank a whole gallon and now he's lactose intolerant <laughs> And another funny thing about Big Z, he always looks just like so happy to be anywhere that he's at. <laughs> yeah. So like, you just imagine him like puking, but still has that little smile on his face. Uh, he'll 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 get around, I guess, at some point if he's eligible. We'll see. I don't know. I think everybody always kind of had him like third in the big pecking order, or maybe had him second. But everybody always had Bradshaw first, and he's going to be the one that's getting back. Hopefully tomorrow. We're setting the over under on minutes at ten. Roush is taking the over. I'm taking the under. Tiebreaker scoots. Uh, I'm going under. That's what I was going to say, because Roush brought up Vanderbilt playing 14 minutes, but that was in a conference game. So this game doesn't mean nearly as much as a conference game. I'm going under. Yeah, and there's also a little part of me that's like, I wonder I, I wonder if Cal just wants to do like take another week off. We don't play for a week. If we don't play you Saturday, then that's another week of healing, another week getting up and down the floor. But enough's enough. If the dude's ready to go, let's get him out there. Let's mm -hmm. see him. And you know what? If his conditioning isn't where it needs to be or the offense isn't flowing the same way with him in there, you can always just take him out. No, no risk. Not going to cost you any money or anything like that. You can always just take him out of the game. But excited to get him back, and I'm excited for Kentucky to get healthier and healthier as this season progresses. We're going to take our first break. We'll come back. We'll get to a few more grab-and-go Thornton's text line textures, and then we'll talk uh, more football, big conference championship weekend, college football playoffs as well, NFL. We had a fun Thursday night game. We'll get into all of it. This is KRC on the Big X. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Taylor. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen on your Friday, December the 1st morning. I think there's going to be some rain, so I don't know. Give yourself some extra time if need be. And don't forget to stop in at a Thornton's. 89 cents, 32-ounce soft drinks, fresh fruit, delicious breakfast sandwiches to get you fueled up and ready to go. On your day, there, Scoot's got his big drink. He that's popped right. into a Thornton's this morning, so Come that's on. why he's firing in all cylinders. I, and I'm I'm living large. I um, I did the thing yesterday where I cleared out the leaves from all my gutters. Had no idea that it was even going to rain. So I woke up this morning, heard the rain, and I was just like, holy smokes, I'm a genius. Look at me go. You did it. I did Perfect it. Wow. Cle cleaning gutters? Yeah, it was. they were bad. They they needed to be done. My, my uh, The homeowner, my best friend Jake, he uh, – I actually texted him and I was like, "Hey man, can you uh, come help me with some yard work for a couple hours today?" I was like, "It's just really daunting. Could use some help." 
He was like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do that as long as you watch the kids. And I was like, oh. He's like, all right, you come give me two hours, then I'll go to your house for two hours, watch the kids. You can do whatever you need to do. So I had to babysit a little bit last night. So you did yard work and babysat. Correct. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I'd almost tell your landlord to suck it at that point. Like, uh, he he wants to get his way from his kids so badly that he'll just volunteer to do yard work. No, he not that he wanted to get away from his kids, but it was so. Anytime his wife goes out for like dinner or she does cooking classes, sometimes anytime he has to watch them alone, since he's got two under two, he just he it's just too much for him. So he needs help. And anytime he needs help, he calls me in. So it's not like he wasn't around. We were we were just watching the kids together. Got change any diapers? No, heck no. Hmm. If it's not my kid, I'm not changing the diaper. But well, you've said you've changed millions. I have, but that's when I'm getting paid. I was not getting paid last night. Hmm. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Uh, let's get to a few other first segment texts here on Kentucky Roll Call. See what you all have to say on the Thornton's tax line. Whichever team you have a bigger role on is the correct answer. If you start on the football team, but you're a bench player on the basketball team, it's football and vice versa to our hypothetical. That, that's what I was trying to do, though, where it's like I think the idea of being the only state champ in, in the state, like is the case in basketball, I think that carries more weight than if you win a 4A, 3A, 2A, 5A, or even a 6A to a certain degree. 6A is I would say like, 6A is even like – it's the biggest class, but it's the less prestigious because there's not as much like usually just, I mean, if you go to Trinity, what are the chances you win a six, a title in your four years of high school football? It's embarrassing Probably. if you don't really, I mean, it's, yeah, exactly. that's just the truth yeah. of it. Yeah. So no, I think your point's well taken there. So that's why I try to like, you know, juice the hypothetical to make it where it, it may be more incentive to take football because I just think winning, winning, being the only state champ and doing it at Rupp arena, like I know that Reed Shepard didn't win a state championship, correct? He they went no, to the Sweet he, 16. He went to the Sweet 16 twice. Um, I don't believe he he'd never won a game either. So I think part of the reason, like you have the Reed Shepard fever that you do, first and foremost, make no mistake about it. And this is what's most different about Reed Shepard than some other situations the last 10 years, last 20 years, last 30 years potentially, is that Reed Shepard is really, really good. Doesn't matter that he's from Kentucky. Doesn't matter that who his parents are. He's just so good that he's fun to watch as a freshman. That everybody would keep, you know, everybody be locked in on him, whether he was from California, Washington, Alaska, or the son of two UK legacies here in the Great Commonwealth of Kentucky. But secondly, the reason that you have so much Reed Shepard fever: number one, he's just really, really good. Number two, Roush, like any UK basketball fan, Reed Shepard is living the wildest of our dreams. And it's, like every six, seven year old UK basketball fan dreamed of what Reed Shepard is doing and he's doing it and he's doing it in ways that like even the most excited people about Reed Shepard would not have predicted. I feel like in this radio show, we try to tell everybody like, hey, he's going to be a good player for UK. But I think I said he's going to be a role player and he's not going to be UK's best player. And maybe he's not UK's best player. We'll figure it out in time. But certainly right now, definitely seems like he is. Correct. But that, but that's another thing. I think that's why you get the Reed Shepard fever that you get is like, it's sad to say as a 32 year old doing radio currently in my basement at this exact juncture, although we do actually have a studio. Um, like you're, you're living through him a little bit, like, and, and he, and you know, he's not taking any moment of it for granted. Uh, I, I saw Duthie Arrow's dad tweet out being like, gosh, I love Reed. This made me smile so much. I think it's an Antonio Reeves dunk or finger roll at the rim 
and you just in the background like Reed's jumping. He's just like excited that his that his teammate's scoring. And I don't know. I I think that's why you get this lightning rod of attraction to this player. One, just really good. Two, he's kind of living the dreams that a bunch of us Kentuckians grew up wanting to be the star at Rupp Arena. And then we grow up and we realize, oh, we're not really good at basketball. So that's not going to happen. What else can we do? And life moves on. Uh, but he's doing it. And that's really, really fun to watch. Tyler Thompson with an awesome article over yeah. there at Kentucky Sports Radio detailing maybe well, the unsung hero in yeah. the Reed Shepherd story, I, his mother. I almost feel like, too, that <laughs> – you know, his mom's living the kind of Kentucky dream too, right? Where they all are. I mean, like, it, it really is just almost like um, uh, the what's the Norman Rockwell where it's like Americana, right? Like they're they're Kentucky, you know. And the the part, I mean, there's there's so much, there's so many things in there that you just like. I it's hard to begin with the most eye opening. But I, I, the one thing that stood out to me most that I'm going to take away, like aside from all the goofy stuff, like um, which I, I want to bring up momentarily, but the way that Stacy Reed and Jeff, but I, I think Stacy took the lead here, is to make sure that Reed never thought he was entitled to anything. Right? Like it was very much you're going to earn it, even if we're playing pickup out in the backyard. You got to beat me. The ball hits you in the face. It hits you in the face. Go outside and work on it some more, right? If you're going to keep getting beat, go out and keep playing. And they talked about having to go on the AAU circuit too to kind of prove that like, oh, I'm not just good because I'm Jeff and Stacy's kid here in Laurel County. Like I can compete with the other top echelon guys too. And you know what? And if I have a bad weekend, I'm going to go home and I'm going to work on my shot. I'm going to hit the gym for a little bit. So um, it was – it was very, like, it, it made it clear that even though that there is some, like, genes talk, right, like you got the two former Kentucky basketball players together, this was purposeful. This was, this didn't just happen because he was born that way. Like, it took hard work, and it hasn't always been easy. Like, he, he was puking before his first Sweet 16 game. He didn't play well under pressure. Like, so I, I just appreciate that. It really illustrated that not everything is easy in life. Not everything's going to be perfect. And to, to be able to live that Kentucky dream, you do have to go out and, and earn it. You've got to go out and take it and work for it if that's what you want to do. And, and that almost, again, we're still so young in this college basketball season, but it's exactly what he's had to do almost at Kentucky. Calipari brings in the best recruiting class he's brought in maybe ever since he's been at UK, but at least since like 13 most likely is when people would go back to the Harrison twins, Julius Randall. It was a freakishly good class. Then they bring it in. Uh, they do it again this time. And everybody's excited about Reed Shepard. He, he is a Kentuckian, but he was, somewhat the afterthought in this recruiting class for the most part. You know, DJ Wagner was a huge win. Dillingham was a bit of a surprise. Justin Edwards getting him from Tennessee was a big deal. It seemed like he was a Tennessee lean for a little bit. And then Bradshaw, it, it just kind of kept adding on where it was like, oh my heavens, this is quite the class that we are putting together. And Reed, while people were excited about him, was always kind he, of... He was the Derek Willis, because Derek Willis was in that class, and you'd always was, forget about he him. He was the Derek kind of Willis. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Without, I mean, Derek Willis him. didn't have the legacy, but yeah, it's a good comparison. And then even when he gets to UK, the season starts, he's not a starter. He's not... I don't think he was the first guy off the bench as the season went on. He's had to even prove it in the first month of the season here, Roush, of like, all right, nothing's going to be handed to me, but give me my opportunities, and I'm going to make the most of them. And that's what Reed Shepard does. He it, makes the most of when he's on the floor 
And gosh, he doesn't, it doesn't seem like he takes a second for granted. Every play he seems to value, every possession he seems to value. He's a coach's dream. I hate saying all that stuff because it's so cliche and corny, but it is true. Is he an only child? No, his sister. Oh, played, he's got a sister. Uh, okay. He's got an older sister, played basketball at Campbellsville. She was great in that article. Can we just talk about some of the most more, more hilarious things from that feature, though, TJ? Because I Jeff Shepard rode a bicycle from Lexington to London just to go see his girlfriend. Like, what? That is, that is an hour drive by car. Google Maps says it's a 10-hour bike ride. 10 hours. I mean, I would think Jeff being a – college basketball player condition for Rick Pitino probably a little bit faster than your normal bicyclist but still what <laughs> that's crazy man you got to be really in a bad spot if you're going to ride 10 hours for a hookup <laughs> on a bike well he's in college you know <laughs> yeah no seriously you know we're all thinking to ourselves like yeah yeah well, maybe at one point potentially oh, maybe would have done that the uh the the other part that i thought was very funny is when stacy was getting recruited by kentucky and western kentucky she was a little the lexington was a little bit too big city for her. she didn't think she was going to go there they get rick patino on the line to <laughs> recruit her this was good he called he says hey tracy and Ever since then, she's hated him. She immediately spotted, hey, Dick, and just hung up the phone. <laughs> which, which great comeback, right? If you're going to mess up their name, that's what you. That's how you respond. And I appreciate, too, that she's just holding on to that grudge, ne never, never letting go of that grudge. Also, it is kind of funny, though, that like, hey, if you don't mind, big head coach of the basketball team, can you call a recruit for another program if you don't mind? Sure, I'll take the time to do it. Okay, if there's one thing, though, just don't mess up their first name, whatever you do. Hello, Tracy! <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most Patino thing ever, isn't it, right? Like, oh, yeah. This the especially arrogant early 90s Patino. I he mean, probably had had a waitress named Tracy for lunch earlier that day. And just <laughs> had, had Tracy on the mind, I would imagine. That's another thing about all this, too, Roush, is just imagine Reed Shepard doing this somewhere else. Whether it be like U of L or IU or Tennessee, or what if you know St. John's and Rick Patino had somehow gotten his commitment? Thank God, oh, seriously, just that would have been the most annoying thing in the world, and actually probably would have been like with validity. I mean, and I remember Rick offered him early when he was at Iona, and Jeff has always been a very, um, he's been a Patino guy. Like there's never been uh, he don't, he hasn't said anything. I don't think that's like um, kind of Cal Hater back like because he, he had a little bit of a time there where there was some of those Patino guys would say some stuff about Cal um, and you're like wait hold up we're we're in the same team. He never went that far, but he's always been a Patino guy. So uh, thankfully that that didn't turn into Reed ending oh, up I'm so there. happy. Just so yeah. happy we don't have to deal with that. Fun basketball team. Reed Shepard's a fun part of it. I love, love, love Tyler taking the time and and, and doing that uh, just great article. Just a fun yeah. read, really. It, so, it, well, it well takes done. a while, but it is it is definitely worth it. Definitely worth yeah. it. Uh, Scoots, what's up? DJ, what's up? Did you oh, think that not was a, much. Did you think that was a hand raise? Hey. No, 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 I didn't think it was. No, I didn't think it was oh, a hand okay. raise. Um, I, I did, I did want to, I did want to run something by you. Okay. I will save it though. I, it may take more time okay. than I think we have here. Right. Well, uh, I, but I, I, I we only I, have a few minutes, so I would like to uh, quickly say that I'm all the way back on Survivor 90 minute episodes. I think we yeah. had to just, 
you had to like eat some runs early in the season to develop the play action, right? For to get it to be effective. The the storytelling early on, like I didn't care about all those people for 90 minutes. But now that we know them a little bit better, like the, the montage of like the girls' night and then the guys. That was day. a top five survivor episode of all time on Wednesday. It was, it was top it was five great. of all time. Like, then, oh, like all of it. Yeah. yeah. Like even to the tribal point, like when they, right before they read the votes, I was like, oh my gosh, he's, he's calling their bluff. Like it was, it was, uh, that was a great ride. I was telling Hannah, I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This person's still going home. It doesn't matter. And then I was wrong. I was like, yeah. oh my god, oh my gosh! I was like, I cannot believe that that just happened. Great episode. We won't get into the spoilies or the details of it, but I'm right there with you, Roush. I'm back in with those 90 minute episodes. A texter, yeah. oh say, say, who's a friend of the show and friend of Trevor Kelsey? Spoke with Trevor yesterday. He said Karma Gods is going to get us when he spoke about Louisville and basketball. He said Louisville can upset Kentucky. Not even Karma Gods can help what going what's going to happen when UK plays Louisville. He doesn't actually think that say. There's no way. Trevor likes to rile, and he gets riled, but he well, doesn't truly believe that uval has got a chance to beat UK this year. But isn't is, – so is he trying to jinxy cat? Or I think that's what Say's getting at, is that Trevor's trying to, like, reverse engineer some sort of I, – I don't know. Uh, Here's – Scoots, actually, I, this is we, – we got into the UofL talk, so we're going to do it here. What did you think about UofL making an Instagram post celebrating back-to-back wins? <laughs> I missed that, but that's actually the second time in Kenny Payne's career that's happened. So go check, go check out my Twitter. Okay, uh, it's, it's really sad. Uh, you think I, mean, I could find it? The banner they hung—that was great. The, the, ban- the banner was great. My buddy Hunter made that banner. Uh, it was so bad. I love just terrible photo. I'm always a sucker to laugh at a terrible Photoshop job. It speaks uh, but, to Microsoft Paint era, folks. It's great. It's great. It makes it just yeah, it brings me right back to it. Yeah, that's that's sad. I think there. I think there are like uh, Roush. How do you think the majority of UK fans wants U of L to have a pulse again? Yeah, yeah. Well, and here's the other part too that I can't. It's sad, but I can't blame them because some social media, some some person's getting paid to run social media over there, and they're like, "So what do we do?" Um, I would just like, you, all they had to do is not make that first picture. The thing was they showed highlights from the two wins. You could do that. You could say like feeling good after uh, uh, feeling good on this winning streak. If you wanted to, I mean, I guess that'd be embarrassing too, with the winning streak just being two. I don't know. Just don't acknowledge that. Don't celebrate the fact that winning two games in a row for the university of Louisville is some sort of accomplishment. If Kentucky ever did that, I'd be sick. I do like the banner. Sick, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out good. to Hunter. Shout we got to get to our break, but I'm, I never thought I'd say this. I'm actually anxious to hear your thoughts on Indiana's new football coach. Man. It's a big day in Hoosierland. Hoosier pleasure land. I have definitely got some thoughts, and I'll I'll let them be heard. I am. Whoa. Indiana yeah. might have done something good. Maybe. I, Maybe. I, 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 it, I, what? <laughs> Just shocking. Shocking. All right. Uh, should I read this with one more text, Scoots, or should we get out of here? Yeah, you can read one more. Go for it. All right. Just catching up on Mike and Trevor's Monday show. And man, that was funny. They said Kentucky started the fight on the first play. I swear it wasn't Bell who clearly threw a punch while being blocked. Then they talked about Kentucky won because it was their Super Bowl, even though their coach called it that. And half of Kentucky's team had quit and Stoops had one foot in A&M. Turns out they were lucky all all year and one score games and had one of the easiest schedules ever. Turns out U of L is just an average team and took advantage of a trash schedule. And also on top of it, they've had so many injured quarterbacks that they've gone up against. Oh, they've had so they got many another injured- one tomorrow. 
And they do. They may be going on a third string, Roush. They may oh, be going yeah. on a third string. There's whispers oh, but, that the Rotomaker's out. Yeah. The the Monday Trevor that that's in the Trevor Hall of Fame of just delusional radio takes. It was a thing of beauty. So thanks for sending that in. And we took care of all the morning Thornton's grab and go text line. We'll get to all the other ones, the podcast listeners from yesterday and hour number two, and we'll get Scoots IU Hoosier football take. This is KRC. I'm Big X. Hour number two coming up next. Okay. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call oh, here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. And Shady Rays, it's getting to be snow season. Get your snow and ski goggles at ShadyRays.com along with anything else for eyewear needs. They've got sunglasses, polarized. They've got the blue light glasses if you're staring at a screen all day like we are for the most part. They've got it all at Shady Rays, and it's you can buy with confidence with the replacement pair promise. And return it 30 days. Money-back guarantee if you don't like your purchase. Go to ShadyRays.com to see what they're all about. And do not forget that promo code BIGX at checkout. It'll save you 40%, which is always which is always great. Who doesn't like saving 40%? Get your text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. It's officially December. I'm a wait till after Thanksgiving to get into Christmas. I know there's some people that don't get into Christmas until December. There's some people that don't get into Christmas ever. I call him a Scrooge. But if you're looking for your Christmas music fix, I highly recommend the JIE media app on iPhone. Listen to Christmas music all day, every day on the WJIE media app. For iPhone, it's JIE. For Android, it's WJIE. So keep that in mind for your Christmas music fix. Roush, if you're in the car, do you have Christmas music on or are you just kind of flipping yeah. through the sections? It's... Um... Last night we took a Lowe's trip as a family, and usually the the boys they kind of like Frank would do some head nodding to some Christmas music, um, but on the way home there was there was a lot of uh, it's too wild. Dad just had to turn the radio off. Uh, Frank was pushing that cart around Lowe's like he was driving a sled. Like it had, I mean, it was it was very. I tried getting videos, but I had to do some steering. But he had his arms real wide and his butt out, and he was just—I mean—pushing that thing like it was a sled. Uh, yeah, that so that was our. It got a little, got a little crazy there at the end. Boys got a little tired, but we made it through it. Watched uh, some of the UK and U of L volleyball game. U of L dropped a set to Wright State. Cats got out the brooms and beat the Wofford Terriers. And now, Scoots, who did I say the Cats were going to play? Uh, you said Baylor. And who are the Cats going to play? I'm going to guess Baylor. Yes, yes. <laughs> you thought the Dukes had it. The Dukes did not have it. The Cats won. Both, I was just going off national seeds. That's all I was doing. Both Kentucky and Louisville uh, play tonight at 7. I think Louisville's got Western Michigan, too. The Broncos um, took down Auburn. So uh, ESPN Plus is where you can find each of them. 
Jeff Milby was on the call for the cards, and you had uh, Maggie Davis and Leah Edmond calling the game for the Cats. So shout out Maggie getting in that NCAA tournament action. Um, nice win for the Cats. Hopefully they get another W tonight to send them into the Sweet 16. Uh, but we we brought it up, Teach. Uh, I, I had a transition point there that I mentioned, and then we'll it, get to it. I know where you're going, James Madison. They lost to Baylor. There you go. Uh, Jeff, Mil- Jeff Milby was my partner when I called the Louisville City game. Jeff Milby, a great guy, does great uh, play-by-play commentary, whatever he was specifically doing for that volleyball game last night. Hope he's doing well. Yes, James Madison. IU steals their football coach, and Scoots has some thoughts on it. The floor is yours, Scooter Dingus. Yeah, I saw this news yesterday, and admittedly, Roush had me talked into the whole Jason Candle thing. I was I was sure that Indiana mm-hmm. was going to hire Jason Candle, and he was he was a big name in this search. But I I was telling you all yesterday, I never imagined a world where Indiana could do something to get me back in get me back excited about Indiana football but that's exactly what happened yesterday I did not think that they would find a guy to make that splash type hire this is exactly what that is I mean James Madison has been a beast the last five six years under him so I don't know if I'll ever be able to say his name Signetti is that right Signetti Kurt Signetti Kurt Signetti all right so I I mean guess I will learn how to say his name but I'm I'm excited I saw the name and I was like that can't be a real person, Kurt Signetti. Like, who did Indiana hire? And when I Google it, it's like, oh, he's a JMU guy. And because I really was just wanting to make fun of you and call him Gary DiNardo part two. <laughs> um, just like uh, Indiana, they love their Italian head coaches, Corso, uh, DiNardo, Signetti. But he, he not only, I mean, James Madison was a good FCS program before he got there. But he turned them into the best FCS program, arguably outside of, you know, like the Dakota schools. And then in their transition to the Sun Belt, he's lost what, two games in two years? Yeah. I know it's just the Sun Belt, but Scoots, that hiring Signetti, that is evidence that you're in the Big Ten. People will want to come coach for you, even though you they previously probably wouldn't, right? Like yeah. if this was if this was five years ago. That guy's just waiting for like it, it's almost like blanket power five, right? Like it doesn't maybe even in the ACC footprint where he is now. But now you need to get into the Big Ten or the SEC, and a guy at a program like James Madison is willing to take a chance at a school without a ton of traditional football success because it's in the Big Ten and they've got Big Ten money and it's in the Big Ten. Well, and that's the thing about taking the Indiana job is that the fan base at Indiana is going to be a lot more patient than if you were to go to say an Ohio state or a Michigan or a Penn state, Indiana football fans don't know what winning is. I mean, we we've had one good season the last 20, I guess it is. So we, it's, it's a patient fan base. He'll have time to do whatever he needs, bring whatever he needs to bring in. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. I, I never, never thought I would be excited about oh, Indiana football man. again, but here I am. God, I hate to do this to you, Scooch, but like you're, you're, you're a fool, buddy. I mean, maybe so. I could could totally see it. Kurt Signetti is not going to win at Indiana. And I hate to be the one to have to, like, be the wet blanket on this. But he will – in four years, you're going to be doing another coaching search. And that that would not surprise me at all because I'm of the mindset that 
I don't know that there's anybody that could come in and win at Indiana just because of the competition you face week in and week out. Now they are getting ready divisions next year, so that there goes the guaranteed Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State every year. But still, it's not going to get any easier. I mean, with Washington, Oregon, UCLA, USC coming in, it's only going to get harder. So I, I do agree with you, TJ, that in four years, if we are going through another coaching search, I, I would not be surprised in the slightest. But, and, and but I am optimistic about this hire. People could have said this take that I'm having, people could have said the exact same stuff about Mark Stoops when he took over the UK job back in 13 when they made that switch. Maybe this works out, maybe it doesn't work out. But just because he was winning at James Madison, I promise you that does not translate to winning in the Big Ten. And Roush is right. They had won their conference championship three out of the last four years before he even took over the job. And they had won the national championship, I think, two years before he took over the job. James Madison was a machine. And the reason that I – like, again, I get it at the surface. If you're IU, who else are you going to go get? Anybody that you hire is going to be like kind of a wild card to a certain degree. You don't know necessarily what to expect. But I just don't – like, what evidence do we have that that Kurt Sinetti is going to be able – to come into IU and bring in talent. The, the reason why I like this though, TJ, is Chris Kleiman at Kansas State. He was an FCS guy at North Dakota State. He's had a ton of success. Um, who is the coach that was Division Three and he keeps moving up? Lance Leipold at Kansas. Like getting coaches from lower divisions and then promoting them, like bringing bringing a great FCS coach into the FBS and then up to the Power Five. That. That's kind of a new trend that seems to be working. Um, so, like, I do think that that's a good way for India. Like, I, I like that line of thinking. It's a little bit different. Um, to your to your point, though, like, it's still a very challenging job at Indiana, no matter what. Um, so, but I, I do think he at least knows that he'll get the extra year. Like Scoot said, there's going to be a little bit more patience there. The one thing that I did not consider about the lack of divisions, though, Scoots, until I was listening to Kirk Herbstreit talk about it, there, the the lack of divisions means we could get Michigan Ohio State playing three times in a year, mm-hmm. and that that's that's lame. Like having Michigan Ohio, like there's going to be a time when Michigan Ohio State playing in their game, and then the next week playing the Big Ten championship, and that's just that's dumb, that's stupid. I my my thing that I would like to happen, but never will happen with the new sixteen team playoff. I hate conference championship games. They're, so, they're, they're almost always blowouts. We got 11 of them this weekend. How many of them do you think will be one-score games, DJ? Three? Maybe? I, I weirdly think we're in for a treat this weekend. I don't know. I've got this feeling that, like, things are going to be – because this is basically playoff weekend. Like, this – people want a 12-team college football playoff, me probably as much as anybody. Like, this is round one of the college football playoff. Oregon, Washington is a – yeah. Like, that's – That's a playoff yeah. game. Uh, Flor- Florida State is in a playoff game. If they lose, they're they wow. they're not in. Now, of course, that yep. doesn't mean U of L would would win or go into the college football playoff. But like, it would knock Florida State out. The winner of Alabama Georgia, I mean, I think is definitive. I, I just Alabama, even with one loss, if they're the SEC champion, they're getting in. And maybe that means Texas gets in with them to avoid any sort of controversy there. But that, that that's you know, Georgia wins, then there's a no brainer rash. They're the number one overall seed. So, and there's a chance that if Georgia loses, they could be out. I don't think they would, but it's not impossible, especially if Alabama were to lay it on them. So, it, I, I think it's going to be closer just because I think the stakes are higher. Although, on that same side of the coin, you could make it like, you know, the team's going to fold up once they get down and, and realize that they're out of it. So, I think we're going to be in for good games. Though. I'm really actually. 
I don't get excited for conference championship weekend all that much, but I am this weekend. Uh, that Georgia Alabama game, I mean, I think those are the best two teams in football and they're playing each other. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, the, there's also a part of me that could just see Georgia just kicking their ass. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I worry about in some of these games. Like, Oklahoma State could make the Big 12 championship game fun because it's just Gundy, and that game has a knack for being fun. Um, the one that – it's at noon. We've got John, the Fighting John Summerall's. They're hosting for the second straight year uh, playing App State, and it's the first time these teams have played since App State beat them on Hail Mary in Summerall's second game as a head coach. So a little bit of a revenge factor there. Um, so I've, I've already taken the Trojans uh, minus five and a half. Uh, that, that, that'll be a fun one at noon. The one I, I, I would like to see New Mexico State give Liberty a game tonight. Because Jerry Kill, he wears the New Mexico State poncho. Uh, he's, he's a real college football character. New Mexico State has two winning seasons in back-to-back years, and they had one in the last 20. Like, they're just a forever poverty program, and he's made them good. So, we'd love to see them uh, go out there and shock the world and beat the Flames. Don't think that's going to happen, though, tonight, sadly. You never know. That's why they play the game, right? Go Brian. That's why Station. they play the game. It is why they play the games. Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, I think we're done with the morning texters, so do we just start at the top? Sure. Yeah. Wherever that is. Uh, uh, well, I don't. did you all do any text yesterday? We did, yeah. but, I mean, the, the text line's just out of control. It's out of control, and the the cold hard truth reality is maybe at the end of this year we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take a step back and figure out the idea that we're gonna try to read every text messages. But I do um, I do like the transition in the morning grab and go textures. Yeah, yeah, they're they're um here I, I know where we're at. It's uh, texture saying that St. Jones Joe's is a quad one win now. Well, that's for now. Which by the way, we get our first net rankings next week, TJ. Yes, I, surely I you, those will be perfect. Uh, yes, please, you all don't pay attention to the net till February. Just don't. <laughs> it's not worth it. And people, gosh, it's gonna. And Roush, you all are gonna have to write about it. And it's gonna be so annoying. Yeah. And then people are gonna talk about it. And then some people are gonna get worked up about silly things that don't matter. Let water find its level. That's usually around February. Please. Yep. Uh, even, Miami's yeah. gonna be like a quad three win for UK, and people are gonna be like, oh my god uh really it'll probably be a quad two win but it won't be a quad one win and people are going to lose their minds about that everybody calm down st joe's won't be a quad one win either uk is not going to have any quad one wins it's okay it's gonna be all right wait till february texture says chris jenkins is our trey mitchell and that was the going back to the copping them to that 2016 villanova team that we did yesterday um, yeah that 2016 villanova team wishes they had this speed yeah they would. Uh, hey, let's actually talk about this real quick. DJ Wagner, does he play tomorrow? No, I don't think so either. Yeah. Scoots, uh, that's a uh, and that's I think as much as precautionary as anything. I, I would, I, yeah, I, I, would, I would also say no. I mean, Kentucky just doesn't need him tomorrow, so yeah, might well, as well use caution. I mean, they've only lost one game. Yes, UK should absolutely, without DJ Wagner, still be able to to win, but I wouldn't be shocked if like the under eight, this is a 12 or 14 point game potentially where it's like, all right, you know, buckle in. If they hit a couple threes, they could get right back into this thing. Uh, but I don't think you'll see him for a similar reason that we kind of hinted at with Bradshaw, where it's like, you don't play again for another week. 
So if you can just hold him out this one game, and we all agreed that we thought Bradshaw was going to play tomorrow, for what it's worth, if you missed hour number one of Kentucky Roll Call, you can always catch us on our podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, just search for Kentucky Roll Call. Replay of KRC goes 9 to 11 on Big X Sports Radio. The TuneIn Radio app is a, is a way to listen as well. And uh, we appreciate you listening to our show. But in hour one, we all do think you're going to see Bradshaw tomorrow. But one thing that made me a little bit worried is that you don't play for another week. If you can just get through this one game, another seven days of rest. While I don't, th- I think Bradshaw is just ready to go. And I think if he had to, he could have probably played on Tuesday for a little bit. Right. I think you see him tomorrow, but I think you have that same sentiment applied to Wagner where it's just like, rest up, buddy. You're going to be all right. And heck, I mean, would anybody be totally shocked if we didn't see DJ Wagner again until UNC? I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, you know? no. I, I, if it's a I high almost expected if he wasn't going back to Philly next week. like Because if it is one of those things where you just got to kind of do a little pain tolerance issue, he might want to play his nearby, you know, near well, near his home in Camden. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm almost expecting that more so than anything is him just sitting out until that North Carolina game. Oh, my gosh. Philly and Camden's 13 minutes away? Yeah, like Philly, it's it's very confusing, but yeah, Philly's basically a home game for New Jersey people. Jeez, well, Lee, Jer- I did not know that. You're It'll either for- if you're in New Jersey, you're either a Philly suburb or you're a New York City suburb, is what I've come to figure out. Like you're one no, of the two, South or I, North. I mean, I knew Philly was by there, but I didn't realize Camden was just right across the the old river from them. But uh, mm-hmm. you learn something new every day. Okay, that's a good thing to keep an eye on. That will be a homecoming game for him, so he probably will try to at least get out there and move around on it another thing going back and watching the game while i was sick yesterday when he hurt his ankle you know maybe maybe it was a minor sprain and he made it look a lot worse dude's kind of a badass like he did not want to show that he was hurt he went and shot the free throws missed the first one and then like couldn't even walk to the bench but didn't ask for any help and just like you know hobbled off on one leg dude's Dude's a warrior. If he can play, this is not somebody that you have to worry about. Like, uh, I, I'm not ready yet. He's probably going to try to come back too soon, DJ Wagner, I would imagine. So that was kind of cool to see. Um, when you're at the game, you don't really get to see all that stuff on that you get to see on the TV. So another texter says, that first question was easy. Was that the Polar Express one? I think so. It was yeah. the te- whatever one, one we teased at the end of our oh. one. Fellas, I I know it's early in the basketball season, but to this point, who looks national title good? Kentucky? Yeah. I mean, I I did get a lot of affirmation about how I feel about the Cats after watching other teams play in the SEC-ACC Challenge. And I actually probably threw a tiny bit of cold water on UK's blowout of Miami. I was going to, like, do a big tweet thread yesterday, and then I just decided it wasn't even worth my time. I'll just say it on radio today. But, like – I think if there's one thing maybe we learn from the SEC ACC challenge and some of these earlier early games is true road teams, they were taking some big fat L's in some of those games. And Miami was one of those road teams that took a big fat L. So while again, big win for UK, I think Miami is going to be, if they're worse than a four seed in the NCAA tournament, I'll be shocked by that. They're going to be fine and they're going to be good. But I, I do think that early in the season, it's easier to let go of the rope a little bit on the road. Uh, but then again, maybe Kentucky's just totally and completely dominant. Houston, uh, it, it, they will be in the final four, folks. If you can get a future odd on that, they will definitively be. Arizona's national title, good. Remember, we were so upset we didn't get Keisha Johnson. Uh, he's doing great things for Arizona. Yeah, I think it yeah. all worked out for everybody, all things considered. If you, you may not get Trey Mitchell if right. you land him, and we're also happy with Trey Mitchell. So Arizona, UK, Houston, and then 
Roush? No Kansas? I, I, I think Kansas will have a chance. Again, it goes back to that like stupid argument we got in Scoots where it's like their ceiling is where they're at pretty much, and they don't look unbeatable right now. So like other teams are going to catch up to them in a, in a way that I don't think they're ready for. Uh, UConn's been dominant. You got to kind of see them get beat. They they're they they play Kansas tonight, which is going to be really awesome. Uh, students at KU have been camping out for three days. I want to say camping out; it's actually been camping in. They've let people just go inside the arena, uh, which is a smart smart genius move. Uh, when I was a student, they made us sleep outside in the snow. So thanks a lot, UK, for that. But that'll be a really great game tonight. I don't know, Scoots. Maybe maybe you put Marquette in there as well. What do you all? Did I say any teams that I didn't mention that you all feel like should be in the title hunt at this point? Aside from Kansas, not not for me, no. Uh, when you met, I'm glad you mentioned Marquette though, because while maybe not national title good, just frisky guards like that's the, you know, the the Kimba thing. We've right? got a lot more basketball to like watch and figure out with this UK team right now. I think that like what I don't want to see in March is a team like I don't want really physical, good defensive perimeter team, um, and that's Houston, and a little bit of Marquette. I don't that like I I want a team that's going to try to run with Kentucky because then good night you ain't running with this group. It's Scooch reminds me a lot of that 2016 2012 UKIU game. Tom Crean made this decision that like yeah we'll get up and down with you let's let's go we've got horses too. Still and Cal was just like for the first time this year like somebody's going to run with us. Uh, Okie dokie. Still let's see how this goes. still to this day though the funnest loss of my Indiana oh my fandom gosh. that that game was yeah. awesome. It was a great college basketball tournament game. It really was. You get two blue – well, IU maybe a blue blood, but you get two traditional programs playing in a drivable or flyable distance in Atlanta. It was an unbelievable crowd. You're playing in a dome, so pretty much everybody could get inside. And then the game actually, like, lived up to the hype. You don't get that all that often. Now, it still was a double-digit win for UK, and they hung 100 on you all. But I, that, that's – I want to play teams that want to run with UK because you're just going to get beat. So let's see if there's any fools out there that try to do it. Houston wouldn't try to do it. Arizona wouldn't. Arizona may, but I don't. I think they'd be smarter than that. I really like their coach. Goodness gracious, he's done an unbelievable yeah. job out there. Tommy Lloyd. Many people saying the brains behind Gonzaga basketball. Mark Few, just a straw man. Really wonder who U of is going to hire once they can. Patino or Patino Payne. They'll have options. They'll have options. I really hope it's Dusty May. I just think that'd be a terrible hire. It, it, I hope it's somebody that we haven't even discussed right now that just randomly gets hot in the tournament and they convince them that he's a good coach and it's mm-hmm. just another Billy Gillespie. I don't know. We need Yuval to get a pulse. You're though. right. You're right. Yeah. They, <laughs> they can't, they, they're so bad right now. It's not even fun. Bring in Jerome Tang or like Chris Beard, somebody that we can hate. Yeah, Jerome Tang would be very easy to hate. And Jerome he would, Tang. Oh, that'd also, probably keep Cal, like, motivate him a little bit longer. I'd be down with that. It would be – I mean, it would be identical to the Billy G if they did it this year, too, where it's like, oh, you take the coach that's yeah. this hot name from the Big 12 that beat your rival in the NCAA tournament. And, and then who, what, Jerome Tang was on whose staff for, like, the longest time? Scott Drew. Scott Drew. And then Billy Gillespie, wasn't he on uh, Bill Self's staff for a little bit? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so it's kind of like, oh, but it's not just what they did as a head coach. They've they've got a pedigree that you can't believe. And, then and he also likes and to hires. drive drunk while golfing at night. And then UK, Jerome uh, Tang is just me, very mid there. Cal retires, and then they go and hire Scott Drew, and Scott Drew just puts Tang in a coffin, you know, oh. bullies him into a locker year after year. 
Rutherford thinks they got a chance at Scott Drew for what it's worth at U of L. We'll see. They're, yeah. they're gonna that that will be coming to you in March. Uh, a, a local U of L sports radio show near you in March will be coaching Search City. The funny thing is, like again, I I don't know. I really don't think Kenny Payne's gonna last the year. Maybe I'm totally wrong about that, but you're not gonna be able to hire somebody in January or February anyways. So. Right. The real conversation won't start till after the season starts. We have to get rid of Scott Yinzer too, correct? Says one texter on the Thornton's text line. Maybe. Um, I, I think that's probably going to happen, but you, you just never know the timing with some of these terminations. Like last year, Kentucky moved on from John Settle and had Jay Bulware hired within a week, right? Like, you know, it was, it was a fast moving thing, but sometimes they wait until after signing day to get rid of these guys. And that's why I thought they might keep Woodward around is for the high school recruiting, but maybe they just decided to move on for the transfer portal recruiting within their own room. So, um, yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see. Need Nick's high school state championship picks. Also, any recruits to watch this weekend at Kroger Field? I think he kind of ran through some of those picks, but uh, any recruits? Uh, I mentioned uh, I mentioned a couple of them, like Austin Alexander. Um the Cal quarterback and his wide receiver, their brothers, the Hodges, they're both going to East Carolina. Um, Boyle County, it's just like a murderer's row of guys. Like Montaven Quisenberry is going to be on Kentucky's radar. He's a, a junior, just athlete. He's he's really small, but he's fast as hell. Demaria Brown, transfer from Danville, he does a little bit of everything. Um, and then Seneca Driver is a freshman. He's a young kid, but he is – He's built like he can play some power five football. Um, so Seneca Driver? Yeah. What a his sweet name. His brother's Brock <laughs> Driver. Um, you can like get a golfer if your name's Seneca Driver. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, Brock's a little bit older. I think I think he'll end up being more of a G5 guy, but Seneca has like the six foot five, 220, and he's a freshman in high school. Like he's got some impressive. Uh, Impressive measurables there. So th- those are a couple I was going to keep an eye on. When the, the texter asked this, I started looking through sort of the rankings. I did not know that there was a top 200 player at Paducah Tillman in the state of Kentucky right now. Uh, the industry ranking has him. I mean, Rivals has him as the number 78 player in the country. Uh, his name is Martels Carter, plays safety for the Blue Tornado. Um, so that Ole Miss, Florida, they've all offered Clemson. I didn't Georgia. know there was a team called the Blue Tornadoes. Yeah, Paducah Tillman, Blue Tornado. I'm not sure why Kentucky just isn't in – oh, yeah, they, they they do have an offer there. They just didn't pop up right away. But, yeah, this is a kid I had not heard of. And so, wow, turns out there's a badass in the western part of the state just tearing it up. Well, go, go get him. He needs to be a cat. Uh, Roush, you seem to have forgotten more high school football knowledge than I've ever known in my entire life. Here yeah. you just rattle through all that, just like uh, what? What? Yeah, well, Paducah Tillman, they were a powerhouse until uh, a bunch of those schools merged, like Heath and Lone Oak. Um, Lone Oak had the forget the kid's name, but he set the national record for passing yards. Um, and I, I went to school with a lot of Lexcath kids uh, at UK. Had a bunch of friends there, and they kicked Lone Oak's ass in the state championship. And that was very much a point of pride that they beat him. But P- Tillman was the power. Until McCracken merged, Lono, Keith, and a couple. I think there was another school in there. So it's been a while, but Martell's Carter. He's 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 bringing him back. Uh, Mayfield is one of those. I don't I don't I haven't seen lines for the games. Uh, I love seeing good high school football lines. 
but I would think that Mayfield is probably a big favorite in a kind of a revenge spot. So uh, I'd, I'd take him, Bowling Green. Although I'm curious what Willie Rodriguez is going to be able to do. Um, like Michael Mayer put the team on his back and basically willed them past a Frederick Douglass with a bunch of Power Five kids. Can Willie Rodriguez do the same? Like, if he does, that's going to tell us a lot about and, – and, and also a reason why Isaiah Cummings might be, you know, on the move because Kentucky's just been recruiting tight in as consistently and as well as any position on that team as of late. And Willie Rodriguez might be the next man up. If Cummings – Isaiah Cummings goes to U of L, do we get worked up about it? Do we care? We shouldn't. I mean, they need tight ends really bad. It's his hometown. He, he was a fine player at UK, and he made some great contributions. But – you know, like, what do you like? That's just it's, a, it's of, a crowded room, and he's had a ton of chances. And at times, it's been good. At times, he forgot that he's on the team. I mean, we've had textures be like, Is Isaiah Cummings hurt? Like, no, he, I mean, his biggest problem is just catching the football. I mean, that's why he got in the doghouse with Rich Gangarello. And then, um, I think he had one early in the year. They took a deep shot to him against one of those bad teams. I, I mean, it might have been the season opener that he dropped a deep shot. And so he kind of fell behind the other guys. And then Caddis has a foot injury. He gets hurt. Um, who else? Dingle, he missed a lot of time towards the end of the year. So they had to play Cummings. And then credit to him, he made some big plays there. Yeah. But um, the, the biggest thing you can just say about him is you got to respect him for when his number was called on in 21, you had the injuries. He stepped in and he was so successful because in part, Wandell Robinson was such a bell cow. And in another part, it was Wandell, Josh Ali, and Cummings. Like, you didn't really trust many other pass catchers besides those three. So, he was the third option. He played well that year. And if he goes to Louisville, I, I think he would only have one year, maybe two. He would probably just fill the Joey Gatewood role, you know, catch a couple touchdowns, 20 passes maybe. Like, be a fine player because he is. He's a very fine, solid player. Uh, uh, but I, 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 I don't have any insider information, but I would get the sense that's probably the – likeliest option gotcha well said scoots conference play starts for iu tonight yeah i'm excited although i have a high school game so i'm gonna have to record it and watch it when i get home which that's never really any fun because i don't know if i'm gonna be able to avoid spoilies uh brandon ramsey tweets out the top games for tonight rick patino heads to morgantown that's hilarious uh <laughs> maryland at iu which uh, big 10 Houston at Xavier. I bet Houston wins that game pretty comfortably. Purdue at Northwestern. Fart noise on that one. But UConn at Kansas, as we mentioned earlier, that's the marquee one tonight. So, nice little Friday night lights college Whoa. basketball style. Between so. that, Washington, Oregon, that's a do – oh, we yeah. know, do we know if YouTube TV – can we get – well, they do football and basketball games for their multi-view. Oh, it's a good question. I don't know if they do Because do I really want – like, Kentucky plays at the same time tomorrow as the SEC championship game. I mean, I don't under- have notice. I don't, I just don't understand how that wouldn't be an option. If you've got multi-view with YouTube, shouldn't you be able to pick whatever four things you want to watch and put them no. all at the same time? No, they, they do it for you. What? Roush, one thing I have sadly noticed is I, I think I've had an exception or two of this, but it seems like they're not as willing to like change up networks. Like, it seems like when I get my multi-view, it'll be like ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU, yeah, and SEC Network. It's mostly or, that, except I, or like ABC. The Yeah. Um, they won't mix like CBS with well, ESPN with FS1. 
You you will get, I, I will say, for college football, especially in the night games, they've almost always included one Fox game. It'll be like three okay. ESPN and a Fox. Okay. Now they won't. That's good. Th- yeah. So there's at least that. Uh, this is a big weekend for YouTube TV. Direct TV, you're not going to be able to watch the UL game on Saturday night if you've got Direct TV. Yeah. They have, uh, they've come to, I don't know. They dropped ABC. Disney. Yeah. UVerse too, right? But, AT&T? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. UVerse. Uh, but YouTube TV, you're you're good to go. Which I, it's shocking to me. There's still people that don't have YouTube TV. Well, it's a Hulu guy, and he what? doesn't like it. Yeah, because it's you know it was the the budget. Like they're moving. They did a bunch of stuff. Well, it's got Disney, Hulu, and ESPN Plus. So like you get all of them for like twelve or fifteen bucks or whatever. So I'm a Hulu guy too. I love it. Oh, my heavens. All right, we got to take our last break. We'll come back. We'll get to more text. We'll get to some predictions for the weekend. Really Ooh. exciting sports weekend. And um, an unexpected departure from the Kentucky football team. And we'll Whoa. Whoa. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. One final segment of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Went outside during that commercial break. Gross outside. It's like the misty Seattle type of weather sort of deal going on out there. Oh, Roush is muted. But it is really gross out there to make you feel better and to cheer you up. Some good mood food from our friends at Salsaritas. Two locations in town, Middletown and St. Matthews. It is uh, a great time to go to Salsaritas. Maybe you're in the mood for some hot, warm queso, wildly addictive chips. And if you've got a Christmas party, holiday party, a work event, whatever you got going on, let Salsaritas cater it. Download that app because you can do all the catering or your ordering for lunch or dinner right there at the touch of your fingertips. And until the end of the year, the last month, after 6 p.m., double points at Salsaritas with that Salsaritas app. What a nice weekend plan it'd be. Get Salsaritas for dinner tonight, but get like a ton of extra chips and salsa, and you got some good mood food for the rest of the weekend with those wildly addictive chips. We love Salsaritas. You do as well. Download that app today. Speaking of good mood food, I've got a Friendsgiving tomorrow. hey Ooh, Thanksgiving's over. Yeah, but uh, we, pl- we got to plan it late to avoid everybody's family stuff. So yeah, I actually I'm, don't hate that. I'm real excited. Are you all, but like, I would almost feel tempted. Are you turning it into like an ugly sweater party? No. Is there going to be like a, a, are you, will this friend group do a Christmas thing together? Uh, we will not. No, we, we just do the Friendsgiving thing. Everybody will bring a side and I got the easy job this year. I've just got to bring some two liters. So I'm, I'm pretty really excited. Of, gosh, my friend group, like everybody's not everybody, but most people have kids at this point. You know, it's just, we're getting older. Life happens. You don't get to see each other as much anymore. It's really not a terrible idea, Scoots, to like the first week of December do a Friendsgiving ugly Christmas sweater party mashup. Because yeah. we normally do a Friendsgiving and we normally do like a Christmas to get together. May just be harder to get everybody together. It's not a bad idea, Scoots. We, you're, uh, you're onto something here, buddy. I think this is our fifth year of doing it in a row. And this will be by far our biggest one. My buddy said there's going to be over 50 people there. So Whoa. everybody will be. Everybody will have their kids. It's, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. And he's 
any single ladies? There is one that it it's so we me and her kind of have a weird relationship because she's kind of friends with my buddy and his wife, and then I'm kind of friends with my buddy and his wife. And his my buddy and his wife want us to hook up, but I don't know that either of us are like on board with that. <laughs> so but so it's really awkward every time I'm around her because there's so many jokes thrown our way and we both kind of put in weird spots, but no, we'll see. Maybe one day. Is there is there sexual tension there? I don't know that I would describe it as sexual tension, no. Just tension. <laughs> Just tension. Yeah. Just good old fashioned tension. You know, I mean, you know, you I don't know if you all remember not being back in the single days, but when you get outside pressure from your friend group to date a certain person, it just it makes you feel really uncomfortable. Or, and it, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like you want to buck the trend and it's like, you know what, guys, I'm not gonna date her because that's what you all want. Or you do it and you get married, because that's how <laughs> what happened with me and my wife. Well, there like, you go. Scooch, pressure makes diamonds. Exactly. And that's that's where we were at diamonds, as a matter of fact. That is but true. But it also busts it also busts pipes. She she is you a, love a little busting. She is a very good looking girl. So we'll we'll see. Maybe one day. Scooch, sounds like tonight's the night. Or <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow night? Tomorrow. Maybe maybe game. I'll lay a little smack on her. Little, oh my a little smack talk. Now I'm I forget about the UK game tomorrow. Forget about <laughs> volleyball. Like I think our, our leading topic on Monday is Did Scooch feel get us some mooch. Yeah, meet her under the mistletoe. The funny like thing the, is, we the turkey gizzard. The funny thing is, after <laughs> we eat every year, we play a massive game. Like I'm talking massive game of uh, cards against humanity. She smacks us every year. Every year she smacks us. She because she's just she's got a weird sense of humor, and it always it plays to everybody. So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting Scoots my butt is kicked. In love. I think Scoots is in love. I think too. he's in love too. You know, yeah, you know the one the one thing I've been hesitant about with her the whole time. And I've told my buddy this a, a number of times. She's funnier than me. I, I don't. I don't know if I could handle that. I mean, this wow. sounds like a Hallmark movie. We need and to is that really saying that much? Oh, <laughs> good one. All you're saying is she has a sense of humor, basically. <laughs> I'm kidding, Scoots. That's actually exciting. I, I'm first and foremost. You know, I'm excited that you're gonna have fun with your friends, and that sounds like a really fun get together. But. Uh, yeah look at that yeah. look yeah. at that we'll see good stuff keep the text coming in 502-414-1450 quick things yep shout out to kentucky women's basketball naya russell hitting the game winner last night with less than a second on the clock to beat boston college in the sec acc women's challenge not the greatest team this year but hey they, they they got the win on the road. That was big. That was cool to see a game winner at the horn. Uh, they also suspended a forward, Zania Thomas, indefinitely. So that's not not great, Bob. Not great. Man, Boston uh, College must really stink. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, that was a good matchup for the Cats. But, hey, wins match. better than losses. Exactly. Uh, but You'll take the, the writing is on the wall. You don't lose to all the trash teams you've lost to and all of a sudden snap your fingers and be a better team. But, uh, you know, I just want U.K. women's basketball to be good. Nothing against Kyra Elsey, but she's not the woman to get it done. So, going to have um, to make some changes, but congrats on the win. Yep, they got the win. Uh, baseball schedule football. came out. No, no IU on the baseball schedule. Oh, after, after the hostilities in the regional last year, Cats said, you're done. Cats and IU said, but we're going to go get Vandy. They're even better. That's that's all right. We don't care. Uh, you do whatever you want. Please just leave us alone on scheduling stuff. <laughs> we gave you your bone on basketball. Just please, for the love of God, shut up. Oh, gosh. Um, Kentucky football. Andrew Phillips announced he's entering the NFL draft. And I'm, 
I know Kentucky fans got to feel conflicted because uh, he had some he had some bad moments. He had a couple rough games. Uh, I'm for, I forget what loss it was that he really got picked on. I guess it was the Tennessee game. They really just went after him because for the most part he he played pretty well this year. I thought um, he got some attention of scouts at the Senior Bowl, um, but. The part that's disappointing, TJ, is it's back-to-back years where you've got guys who are borderline picks that are leaving at that position. Yeah, and, you know, now you wonder how for- position gets to the part that it's in, and they're right there. You have it. Yeah, and I like, bet him seeing Carrington Valentine like start was probably like, well, heck, you know, I can, I can do, do, do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that was that was, I think that was the, the selling point for him. He sees that happen, so he's going to go do the same thing as well. There. Um, there are a couple texts on the text line in regards to Andrew Phillips. Let me go ahead and read them. One of them says Andrew Phillips has a better chance of getting drafted to war than the NFL. And the other one said, <laughs> did I miss something? Or was Andrew Phillips better than mediocre this season? Well, that's the thing. He put out a lot of good tape early in the year. And it it's really just like two or three games that were really bad for him. Where the tackling, he wasn't tackling well. And then... He got burnt a couple of times, but like the the uh, the measurables, the tools that what, what what's going to happen is they're going to say that he was playing out of position. He's more of a slot corner anyway. Um, I I still this one he probably doesn't get drafted because of the measurables. But if he gets invited to the Senior Bowl, you know things can happen. I was surprised at Carrington Valentine, right? Like you know things can happen. But it is unfortunate that back to back years. You were expecting a guy back, a starter back, and you lost him, right? So, for me, it's you got to keep Maxwell Harrison. He was your best corner. And the other thing to keep an eye on. Oh, boy. Really hoped – no, no, this is like a – like, Teron Nichols might just be a badass and start as a true freshman next year. Like, he's – he's that – like, he could be that good. So, I'm – I'm – I I don't know that, you know, you – Don't love that, but there are people that are that good. Yeah, exactly. Like he might be a bona fide badass. Uh, it happens, it, and they, that's freshmen can do that, right? Exactly, and I, and I think that's the even if you because Kentucky's gotten some good portal guys like Keedron Smith, like that was a great pickup, right? Uh, but some of the other ones, you're you're kind of wondering. I think the hope is that JQ comes along, and then you know Teron Nichols can be in the mix next year. But I still expect them to go shopping for defensive backs. Which one specifically? Whether they prioritize in safety or corner, that remains to be seen. We'll find out more when the portal opens on Monday. Yeah, I think we all agree that like building in-house is the way to go, but things happen in-house, just like this decision here, and you got to go plug and play. You still want the development to be good where your, your stability is with freshmen, sophomores, juniors as they get older and they progress. But if you need to go grab a guy, you got to be able to do it. I do think part of the issues with UK's defense – not being as good as we would like the last two seasons, especially this past season. I do think it's the secondary related. This doesn't make me necessarily feel better about that position next season, but right. we got a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time to figure that out. Yeah. And it's going to feel like a lifetime's happened. By, by I can't the imagine there. there's ever been a better UK sports radio show than what we've provided here this morning. Y'all think? Ever in the history of sports Just, radio. Just feels good to be back. Hated missing yesterday. Feels good to be back. And we don't even really have all that much stuff to talk about today. I mean, we do, but you know, five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A lot of little for- stuff. A lot of a lot of fun stuff. It is. Yeah, yeah. these little quick hitters are all, always make for a quick and fun show. Uh, I had had to I had to click out, so I don't know where we are. On uh, the- it's a texture. I I, I stuck I stole this and tweeted it out, and people really got a kick out of it. 
fun perspective on the UK U of L rivalry in the two big sports. The last 30 games in either football and basketball against Louisville, Kentucky is 21 and nine. Yeah, Rutherford said that stat's not impressive. You could have done better with a more impressive stat. <laughs> Kentucky's winning two thirds of its games against Louisville. Yeah. I mean, it, it is and like last 30 games also goes back. They're only playing once a year. That's 15 years. That's, that's, uh, I think that's an impressive stat. Th- I mean, that is to say that, like, you know, over a 15-year span, Caps have won 66% of its games against its biggest rivals. Like, that's not good if you're UofL. Like, that, that's not a fun <laughs> feeling. I would be miserable if over that long of a span, Kentucky had only won 33% of its games. That means you're showing up and expecting a loss. Now on the flip Whatever. side, I'd hate to, I wonder what those numbers are with Tennessee. Probably something similar to that, like probably a 66% split. Yeah. 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 Um, which is not good, which is not good. Uh, and we hate that. Right. And we want that to switch. Mm-hmm. We want that to change. Watch John Welch on the sideline and the clip where Reeves drives baseline and kind of dunks. He was pumped. That was the one on uh, Reed Shepard was jumping on that a dude the arrows dad tweeted about as well. I guess they, they really want an emphasis of Reeves getting to the rim, Roush, because everybody seemed a little surprised by it. Yeah, and that's a good thing too. And that's what he needed to do, right, instead of just sitting out there. That's why he was only, what, one of 17 from the field in that Kansas State game, just camping out. It's 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 easy to Get sit to outside rim. and shoot. go yeah. in. Exactly. Uh, And also, like, I've gotten a kick out of everybody trying to rationalize and reason why UK basketball is good this season. Cal, he he totally changed his system. Cal, he hired the right people. Uh, Again, I'm not saying that, like, all those things can't have a little bit of it, but look at the freaking players. That's the difference. Look at the players. That is the difference. That's all it is. Uh, Text around the Thornton's text line. Oh, Uh, can't believe there was no four Christmas questions on trivia. It's a top three Christmas movie, and nobody can tell me otherwise. Also, very quotable. Yeah, um, it's number one for me. It's moved up that high. Wow. It, wow it, it, maybe it's like the relatability aspect of it for me, but it's just a hilarious movie. So good for Christmases. Give it another chance. If you have watched it, if you've never seen it, do yourself a favor. I've got that, that Home Alone. A, that one was a recent addition for me, too. I don't think I'd ever watched it all the way through until last year. So I've got some... Uh, it's still kind of refreshing to me. There are just so like many funny, hilarious little parts. And then all in it, like it actually is kind of like a good movie that's got some like valuable Christmas lessons to it, you know? It's it's also much more relatable now. Like, because part of the conflict is I mean, when you're a kid too, when you're like in high school, you don't realize that um like a big part of our lives right now is like people who are either getting pregnant or having trouble getting pregnant. Like that's a very big stressor. And mm-hmm. like when you're a kid, you just think that like you get pregnant if you look at somebody the wrong way, you know, like it's, it's, it's like the complete opposite dynamic. And that that's a big part of that movie. So it's much more like, oh, yeah, like this is OK. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a good movie. Uh, Home Alone's up there as well. Christmas Vacation, obviously. Those are three of my four Mount Rushmore's. What would be the fourth there? I feel like I'm missing a big one. Uh, Christmas Vacation. Story? Elf. Home Alone. Elf. I don't know if I don't know. Home is Elf better than Home Alone 2? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Scooch, you think so? I do. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Elf also holds a place in my heart because I remember just going to the theaters and watching it as a kid. And when you have that, it was that Dixie Dozen, you know, like it was it was just a very one of the rare times where I think all six of us 
in the Roush house, went to the movie, and everybody thought it was hilarious, and we got to talk about it afterwards. Like it was that, that's a it's a memory. It's a memory. That's a good one too. You can't go wrong with it. We watched it the other day. Andrew Phillo, we read that one. Uh, is Dante Moore the one, Roush? He's not going to Kentucky. Like I don't. There's no. You got. There's no buzz there. The buzz is elsewhere. He's good. He's a Cali kid. Don't think it's happening. Honestly, think TJ was going to be correct on his hot take if UVL ended up losing to Bellarmine. That tweet by Eric Crawford saying the second half was very important for Louisville basketball was pretty telling. Yeah, yeah. I think they're just waiting for like a, another really bad one um, and losing to in-state inferior an in-city, excuse me, inferior program. That would have done it. But if they lose to like, I don't know, maybe it'll be peppered out. They're going to get blown out by Virginia Tech this weekend. Virginia Tech's not very good, but I don't know if he'll do that with an ACC game. I just don't think he'll be the guy on the sideline for the UK game. Could be totally wrong about that. Um, but I, that's my prediction. TJ, how defeating of a feeling is it when you realize you're on the verge of throwing up? There's simply nowhere to run. You can run or hide. It is coming, and there's nothing you can do about it. Not a great feeling, Bob. Yes and no. I've got, like, a weird thing with throwing up. Like, I, I can sense it coming on, and I know it's coming on. And I and you're right that, like, it does. I hate it. And I can prolong it even with some breathing techniques, but it's just better to get it out anyway. So I can, like, stabilize myself to get to the toilet, be on my own terms most of the time. There are exceptions where it's just like, okay, I got to make a mad dash for it. Mm -hmm. But the worst thing about being sick, and I'm guessing this is just a little 24-hour thing. Hannah gave it to Lucy, or Lucy gave it to Hannah. Hannah gave it to me or whatever order that we spread this around in the house. The worst is just the night sweats. Just waking up drenched in your own sweat. I went through it, three It shirts. goes away. It changes. Like you're, First you're too hot, then you're too cold, and you just wake up every like two hours. I went through three shirts and then like your pillows and your sheets are just damp and gross. So it's like, you can't even get comfortable with it and you're right. And then like the blanket moves up a little bit and like a little draft comes in and then you're just freezing and you can't get warm enough. Yeah, that, that stinks. But luckily I'm feeling much better this morning. And uh, I think I'm, I think I'm good. The weekend's coming at a good time. It's going to be a, a laid back chill weekend as is. So coming at a good time. Texter says, TJ, given your current condition health wise, would you either run, Five straight miles right now with zero prep or pay $500? I'd run five straight miles. Are you kidding me? I'd be all right. I'd be all right. Also, are we – no breaks? Like, I don't think I could run five miles without, like, you know, walking a little bit here and there. I could just like I could, go – I could just do, like, the speed walking thing like you see in the Olympics. Yeah. Does that yeah, count? I'm not paying $500. All right, Plumley bro? Get yeah. the hell away from me. Burn! You hear that, Gil? His – best friend jake that's right poor gil cussing and spitting up a storm right now radio is smashed that was a shot at gil there that was not a shot at gil there gil's just yeah. not my best friend gil's number two on my friends list does he know that i would think he knows that yeah see here's the deal guys when i first when i first moved out to pekin new school i was in fourth grade jake was the first kid to talk to me so jake will forever be my best friend regardless of what happens Wow, it's oh, just how it is. Water under the bridge now, but you're forgetting that Jeff Shepard made some controversial one-and-done skeptical comments during an Ohio-UK alumni event the past 10 years. He came on KSR afterwards to try to smooth things over. It didn't go well. Matt argued with him about it. Different times. Wow, that is really different times. Um, I looked up the quotes of what he said, and I do remember this. Um, he says that uh, 
those players, you want to follow them. You want to see them develop. You want to see them get stronger, work on their jump shots. All those things traditionally you've been able to follow, you've been able to talk about, you've been able to get excited. It's now changed, and I don't like it. I don't, th- I don't think the Kentucky fan overall likes it. We've had to accept it, and it's working because we're winning, and we're winning national championships, or at least one, and so it's the way that it is. The last thing I want to do is take away from the run that Calipari has put together over the last several years. This was in 2013 that he said this, by the way. It's been phenomenal. I personally think there's maybe a little too much emphasis first-round draft picks. I'd rather be celebrating national titles. I I remember I always hated that last little quote because it's like, dude, we just celebrated a national title. Yeah, yeah. We just celebrated one. Um, But that being said, he was entitled to his own opinion. But how rich is it now that his son's going to be a one-and-done? Yeah, I know. His kid was nine years old then, too. Like It's hilarious. Kinda, <laughs> that was a long Let's time actually ago. hold him to those quotes so he can't uh, so he can't be a one-and-done. Can we um, get a good pass rusher in the portal? Also a punter. UK was supposed to debut the new floor on Saturday. Is that still going to happen? Yeah, the ball volleyball game? games tonight, so the yeah. court can be changed for tomorrow. All right, I think UK wins by 15 in a slightly sloppy game against Wilmington, UNC Wilmington tomorrow. Wow, there's no such thing as a sloppy Kentucky basketball game. Cats about 27. Cats yeah, about 30. Weird. Not great game for them, but everything will be all right because this team is dominant. Everybody have a great big blue weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Be safe. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. We'll see you on Monday.